Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, she acts like a bigger... Mm. Subject, she acts Ooh. like a bitter old biddy. I don't know what you're <laughs> Be careful there. Girl, the bees can get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> great day in radio, Shirley. You said that. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. No, it wouldn't have, Junior. Yeah, you know when people going to be talking? <laughs> we'll be trending. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 50-year-old married man, and my wife and I have been married for 11 years. When we got married, I was working on my doctorate degree, and I worked full-time and, and struggled to take care of her and our newborn child. She decided to start school herself after having our second child. She got her master's degree in, in 2019, and I expected her to apply for a job, but instead, she decided to get her doctorate. 
doctorate degree. Uh, this led to more financial stress in our family. The little I made barely covered rent, and the financial strain was great. I had to take side hustles just to make ends meet, and I think this led to a change in attitude for both of us, and we began snapping at each other over the tiniest things. I began to think of what to do to improve our situation, and finally, by the grace of God, I got a great job. I figured it would improve our marriage, but things got worse. She is still snappy, complains all the time, nags me about everything, and she's always tired from school. She hardly takes care of herself, and when I complain, all she says is, who am I trying to impress? Sex between us has dwindled to once or twice a month, and even then, it's a chore. She only allows me to do a quickie, and she starts complaining if I take too long to finish. We hardly talk as husband and wife, and I started sleeping in another room. Anytime she's not home and I'm with our kids, we're all in a good mood. Soon as she walks in, the atmosphere is tense. She acts like an old, bitter, elderly woman, but she is only 41. Is this how ladies act after a while in marriage, or is this a special case? How can I get her back to how she was? Well, I mean, you know, first of all, you guys can talk more as husband and wife, um, you know, and you got to consider this huge load that she's taken on. She's studying to for her doctorate degree. She just had a baby. She, you know, there's a lot of things going on here. And, and I'm going to tell you, I honestly think she needs to see a doctor immediately. I mean, she might be suffering from postpartum depression. It, it's been a while, but if, if maybe if it's untreated, you know, there's still some residual effects here from having this baby. It happens a lot in, in women, many women, after having a baby. Uh, and again, she's got a lot on her plate with school, the financial stress. You know, that doesn't just affect you, it affects her and the whole family. Uh, even though you say you have a great job now, it doesn't seem that easy uh, for her to snap back. I'm asking you to be a little more patient with her. And if you guys can afford it, maybe you can get someone to help her with the kids and around the house for a couple of days a week. Uh, you know, maybe send her to the spa to see if she can invite her girlfriends over or ask them to take her out for a girl's night out. Sounds like she needs to get out of the house, do something different than what she's been doing. And it seems like, you know, uh, working on her, on her degree is really, really hard on her. Please be more supportive as a husband, and, and but but by all means, make sure she she sees a doctor. Steve, supportive. Yeah, I don't I don't know how she how can be any more supportive. I really don't. Uh, great answer though, Cheryl. I liked your answer uh, to protect this woman. But in this case right here, I don't see how she needs protecting. I think this woman has to to step up and, and, and get herself together and make some changes. Now, if it's medical, it then, be. like Shirley said, it could be, this postmodern. But the baby was 11 years ago now. <laughs> no, she had another one. <laughs> she yeah, had a second see, child. Uh-huh. No, There's some see, space between there, you're right, but... She 50-year-old married man. My wife and I have been married 11 years. We got married. I was working on my doctorate degree. I worked full-time, struggling to take care of her and our newborn child. Okay. She decided to start school herself after having our second child. Mm-hmm. 
She got a master's degree in 2019. That's two years ago. I expected her to apply for a job, but instead she decided to get a doctorate degree. Now, obviously, this is too much, the children and the doctorate degree. This led to more financial stress in the family. The little I made barely covered rent. The financial strain was great, which is always a big cause in marriages struggling. I took sideline hustles to make ends meet. And I think this led to a change in attitude for both of us. We both began snapping uh, over the tiniest things. I began to think of what to do to improve our situation. And finally, grace of God, I got a great job. I figured it would improve our marriage. But things got worse. She still snappy complains all the time, nags me about everything. And she's tired from school. She wanted to go to school. She snapping. She 41. The dude doing all he can do. Now, let me tell you something, sir. You can't make another person happy. Bishop Jakes told me this one time. He said, Steve, you can't make another person happy, nor is it your job. Mm. And if you take on that job to make another person happy, you have taken on a daunting, daunting responsibility because you can't do it. She's not a happy person right now. Yeah, hang on, Steve. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, she acts like a bitter old bitty. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. Watch Carla Courage when I say this. She acts like a bitter old bitty. (laughs) 50-year-old man married, got a wife, 11 years. Uh, You was working on your doctorate degree and you worked full-time. And y'all was struggling, taking care of her and newborn. She decided to start school herself after having our second child. She got a master's degree in 2019. I expected her to apply for a job, but instead she decided to get a doctorate degree. So y'all like degrees. Mm-hmm. If y'all like making money as much as y'all like having degrees, y'all might be on to something, but we'll just leave that alone. That ain't my business. You know, some people like degrees, so go ahead and get you another one. Somebody once told me, though, a very, very rich man was talking to a group of college students at a big event, like a, 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 was a some type of conference going on. And this guy was standing up, and he was talking about his degrees and how much he made a year. And he was going to go back to get another degree because he wanted to make a little bit more a year. And if thought necessary, he'd get a third. He said, son, let me ask you something. If you have a degree that ain't working for you, why would you go get another one of them? Hmm. And I kind of, I just thought about that. So I'm just, I'm just saying that because this might be that problem with this letter. So now, you all barely got your, so finally, by the grace of God, you got a good job and you thought it would smooth everything out. Well, it didn't. She still snappy, complains all the time, nags me about everything, and she's tired from school. She said she wanted to go to school. Sometimes, man, you make decisions and uh, I hate to get spiritual on you, but I got to tell you this, because I've done this myself several hundred times. You make a decision without asking God anything about it. You just you go through your plan, and now you're miserable, because that might not have been the best way to do it. Just because you make a decision don't, and you want to do it, don't make it the right decision for you. So now you're miserable, and now you're making the man miserable nags you about everything. She's always tired from school. 
Now, here's the part. She hardly takes care of herself. Here we go. Now we're in the dangerous part of the left. She don't take care of herself. And then when I complain about that, all she says is, who am I trying to impress? Hell, how about me? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. But see, this woman is tripping a little bit because it's just about her now. I went back to school to get me a doctorate degree. I'm tired. I ain't finna do nothing else. Who am I trying to impress? Me, your husband. See, yeah. the, she, the, she done forgot the same thing it took to get your baby hooked. It's gonna take the same thing. Keep it. Sex between us has dwindled down to once or twice a month. See, we're in trouble now. Now you ain't taking care of yourself. And now we having sex once or twice a month. He 50. We got problems. We got probably you know, anybody finna do this one twice a month. Okay? I'm just saying. Why are you saying like that? I'm just, I'm just trying to. Because it hurt when you say everything. it. Yeah. It hurt when you Everybody know what, that this is time to change your tone because things is finna change. <laughs> anybody finna sit up here and do this with you once or twice a month. <laughs> Now, he done got the good job. Somebody down there walking past him looking just like he like it. She taking care of herself and everything. Now, I'm all for the institution of marriage. I try to make it work. But now, even when you make love, it's a chore. She only allows me to do a quickie, and she starts complaining if I take long to finish. We hardly talk as husband and wife, and I start sleeping in another room. Anytime she got home and I'm with our kids, we all in a good mood. Soon as she walk in, the atmosphere is tense. That reminds me of a person we used to know is called Black Cloud. See, black, you, you, you got some people who walk in the room with just a black cloud. It's, it's just people walk in the room, just dog, black cloud. Just hear their ass come, damn thunderstorm. Walking in the room, weather change. She acts like an old, bitty, elderly woman, but she's only 41. Is this how ladies act after a while in marriage? No, by any means, nowhere near all of them. But you got the one that do, though. Is this a special case? Yeah, it's kind of special. Now, changes happen in all marriages, and you got to make adjustments, but she ain't making them. So now, how can I get her back to how she was? I don't know. I don't know. Now, Shirley said get her some medical help, but I think it's a mental thing. If you tired all the time, that ain't medical. You done bit off more than you chew. You try to get a degree in something, but now you want a doctorate. You know, y'all gonna just keep going to school? I mean, you can do that. Education is great. I think smart is a gift. But sometimes you're doing more, more than you can handle. And she done bit off a lot. We having sex once, twice a month. You nagging and complaining about everything. You done let yourself go and you ain't taking care of yourself. Me and the kids at home having a good time. You walk in and it change. Because you evil. I'm not staying with you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not staying. No. I'm not, if you evil, I'm not staying with you. There's a scripture that says, it is better to live on the corner of a rooftop than inside with a quarrelsome woman. That's in Proverbs. I'm not finna do that. And, and, you, and you can't ask a man to do that, ladies. Nah, All right, post your I'm, comments. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm dead. Once I feel like I'm dead, I get out the relationship. <laughs> post your comments on today's Strawberry That's Letter what Steve that Harvey. part means. To death do us part. And I feel dead, time for us to part. <laughs> At Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.